Welcome back to the Simply Holy Holiday Companion, a practical guide to the ancient spiritual practices for those of us that have a hard time sitting still. Today's episode will lead us through breath prayer. Although breath prayer is an ancient practice going back for millennia, this is going to be a slightly modernized version, something, and even more specifically, something that God has led me to that I'm not even quite sure is going to resonate with you, but I'm going to put it out there just to stimulate your thinking. (laughs) So the traditional way to do breath prayer is to pick a scripture. And I think the way that that works itself out for me is that as I'm doing my quiet time, sometimes a certain scripture will pop out to me or it will come into my head and I feel like God is putting it there. And in order to really immerse myself in it and meditate on it, I'll take a few words of that scripture and say them on my inhale. And the last few words I will say in my mind on my exhale. And I I do this, I'm saying it, I say, I'm saying that I say it. I don't say the words out loud. I say them in my head. And the words sort of take on, they start to take on the pulse of your breathing. So maybe I have a scripture that um, is longer. So it'll take two full breaths in and out. Um, But it's always to the cadence. It sort of melts itself into the cadence of my breathing. So I'll say it three to five times. And by the end, my breathing and the, the words that I'm, that I'm thinking, they, they, come, they become sort of harmonized or synchronized, I should say. Um, another thing that I like to do is I like to just take a few short words. And my favorite one I just stumbled on lately is just, he is here or you are here. Depends on if you're calming yourself or if you're thinking about that I'm speaking to God while I'm calming myself. I think either one is great. But the way that I do that is I'll say, he is on the inhale and here on the exhale. It's the only word, and it starts to be the longest word because it's, you know, at least eight counts breathing out. Sometimes when I start by calming myself, um, the words actually change in my mind to where I'm actually talking to him because once I've reminded myself that he's here, I can start talking to him as if he is here. You know, that's a truth that we all know. We know God is with us no matter what. And lo, I am with you always to the very end of the age, right? That's the end of the Great Commission, something we've probably said a a thousand, a few thousand times. But it's a reminder um, of something that we know. And not only that, is it, it is a way to feel it in the moment, to get that truth into our bones. And I think... um, Something that this does for me is as I'm breathing out, um, you know, really the brain science of it is really I'm breathing out all this cortisol, um, which has built up all this adrenaline and cortisol that is built up in my sympathetic um, nervous system because it's, you know, analyzing danger and fear and reminding me of everything that I need to be on my guard about. And then the exhale is stimulating that that vagus nerve. I was going to say a vagal response, which basically means that 
um, my rest and digest energy is coming and into play. And uh, God is reminding me, I'm here and all is well. But this practice that I'm going to take you through today is um, something that I began a couple months ago. And it is just a way for me to experience, to pray through the fruits of the Spirit and really experience growing in them. And um, what I do is on my inhale, I, I breathe in one of the fruits of the Spirit. And on the exhale, I breathe out what is for me the antithesis or the enemy of that um, fruit. So I'm not sure that your um, enemies, uh, your, the antithesis for you will be the same. So I encourage you after you do it maybe a few times with me, that you'll be able to um, personalize this and customize it for yourself. But, um, you know, when I breathe in love, I personally breathe out fear. I've come to learn that fear is the opposite of love for me. Um, I truly do want to love at all times, you know, just like God says, a friend loves at all times. Um, that's, you know, from the Proverbs and then... Um, you know, greater love has no one than this, that he lay his life down for his friends from the New Testament. But I breathe out that fear that keeps me from doing that. Um, for joy, the opposite of joy for me is worry. I find myself not able to experience joy when I am stuck in a worry cycle. Peace for me, the opposite is control. I can't experience the peace of God that transcends all understanding and is not based on my, you know, my circumstances because I'm trying to control how things go. Um, the opposite of patience for me is my own agenda. I have set out, you know, how things should go during the day and if, if things all go according to plan, <laughs> I'm perfectly patient. But uh, when my agenda gets in the way and, you know, my child needs attention for something that I don't think we need to stop for, or it's something, you know, I haven't planned that into my day, this little meltdown, or this particular chance probably to um, really have a moment with my child that I need, or to give somebody the care that they need, because I'm so stuck on my agenda, I become impatient. Kindness, the opposite for me is sarcasm, and really rudeness, but it's I realize that the way that it comes out mostly is sarcasm. I make a joke um, that's not very kind. Um, goodness, the opposite for me is judgment of people. I cease to be, um, you know, I cease to be in touch with the goodness in me when I start looking down or judging other people or myself. Mostly, I judge myself. For those of you that know the Enneagram, I am a one. <laughs> which is this, you know, the good qualities of that are this, you know, I'm a, I'm a reformer, you know, let's go out, let's do good. But um, I can be harsher critical of myself and perfectionistic. So, you know, I think that um, perfect is the, uh, is the enemy of good. And my perfectionism is the enemy of goodness. Um, so, you know, I either say perfectionism or judgment, but judgment reminds me that I'm judging myself. Okay, for gentleness, 
the opposite for me is harshness. Faithfulness, the opposite for me is doubt. And self-control, the opposite for me is self-doubt. So um, what I do is I breathe in the first quality and I breathe out the antithesis. So let's just start by getting comfortable. You need to find a place where you can lay down. And that will that stimulates your um, your vagus nerve. But also, you can just sit up um, in your chair. And each time you breathe in, you're sitting up. But when you breathe out, sit even taller. When you breathe out, it's op- It's a. It's an. Um, what's that called? When it's a. It's the opposite of what you would think. Um, counterintuitive is what I was trying to say, but. Sit up even taller when you breathe out. Or if you're doing this um, throughout the day as you're washing dishes or as you're sitting at your desk or as you're sitting at the playground, um, any situation, if you're hiding in your bathroom, then you can get into a position that is um, comfortable for you and it will work just the same. Stand up tall, sit up tall, or lay down on the ground Um, Also, you can take just one of these qualities if you feel like you're lacking in it. Um, God might remind you of what quality you need in that situation. Like you find yourself struggling, but you don't know why. As the psalmist says, I have so many troubles, they outnumber the hairs on my head. I can't even tell what's giving me a problem. (laughs) Sometimes you just are not, you feel funky. And if you're using words like funky or, um, uh, you know, I, I... I just feel yucky or blah or something, some word that is indescriptive. You can ask God to reveal to you, you know, what it is that you're really feeling or thinking, and he can reveal to you the fruit that you're lacking in that moment. So you could just do one of these. But for now, we're going to do them all. Um, I had an incredible morning one morning, and I did them seven times in a row. (laughs) We're not going to do seven right now, but we'll do three. Okay, so get into that position that is comfortable for you. And let's take a few deep breaths just to get going. So we're going to breathe in. And out. All the way out. Empty it out. And breathe in. And out. And one more. Out. Let's breathe in love. Breathe out fear. Breathe in joy. Breathe out worry. Breathe in peace. Breathe out control. 
Breathe in patience. Breathe out your agenda. Breathe in kindness. Breathe out sarcasm. Breathe in goodness. Breathe out judgment. Breathe in gentleness. Breathe out harshness. Breathe in faithfulness. Breathe out doubt. Breathe in self-control. Breathe out self-doubt. Breathe in love. Breathe out fear. Breathe in joy. Breathe out worry. Breathe in peace. Breathe out control. Breathe in patience. Breathe out your agenda. in kindness. Breathe out sarcasm. Breathe in goodness. Breathe out judgment. Breathe in gentleness. Breathe out harshness. Breathe in faithfulness. Breathe out doubt. 
Breathe in self-control. Breathe out self-doubt. Keep breathing. We're going to do it one more time and I'm going to change the things that God just revealed to me just now. Breathe in his perfect love. Breathe out fear. Breathe in joy. Breathe out worry. Breathe in peace. Breathe out discontentment. Breathe in patience. Breathe out your agenda. Breathe in kindness. Breathe out bitterness. Breathe in goodness. Breathe out judgment. Breathe in gentleness. Breathe out harshness. Breathe in faithfulness. Breathe out doubt. Breathe in self-control. Breathe out self-reliance. God, thank you for giving us these fruits of the Spirit. Thank you for giving us the Spirit. Help us to walk and keep in step with the Spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this Simply Holy Holiday Companion. Remember, God has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. It's a process. Let him, let him do his work, and I'll see you next time.